Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How are you doing uh, today, Mr. Jones? Well, I'm excited about uh, uh, what we're doing this weekend. I'm excited about uh, taking this team to New Orleans. Uh, I have had a lifetime of uh, having some of my greatest memories in and around New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, uh, a lot of the people that are listening may not know that uh, one of the biggest controversies uh, uh, early on in, uh, that I was involved in with the Cowboys is the Shreveport market uh, is so much Cowboy market that uh, there was a huge debate on the CBS affiliate, and I don't think it was the Fox affiliate, as to which game that uh, would be on the local television there in Shreveport whether it be the Saints game or the Cowboys game. And that's North Louisiana, of course. And uh, uh, so it's always made it exciting. Uh, uh, I've got a lot of great friends in Louisiana. So for me, going to New Orleans and playing a game of this substance uh, is um, uh, an outstanding weekend. It, to me, is what I got in it for. Jerry, is, uh, are you guys going to have Amari Cooper at full power in this one? Yes, yes. I uh, feel very good about that. Now, uh, I know that, uh, and you should be reluctant to say, man, Jerry, doesn't only God know that? <laughs> and he does. But as far as anything we're seeing relative to uh, his condition, uh, his uh, ability to push off, his ability to do anything, uh, uh, I think we're in good shape. We're, t- uh, we're, we're, as we are on all of our players now, we, we're, uh, where we've got any sensitivities at all, any strains, anything like that. Well, uh, we, we're smart about that during our practice week and uh, have it ready to go on Sunday. That's when it counts. You know, and keep in mind, Jerry, whenever someone says the man upstairs, we always think they're talking about you before we realize it's something spiritual. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious hey, about... There's a big difference now <laughs> in terms of uh, just reference. Uh, but uh, uh, I am a big believer, and so we all are. And uh, so the bottom line is uh, uh, these matters of health, uh, these matters, uh, whether it be negotiation, where are you on the negotiation, how it's going, uh, the, the only one really knows what the outcome is going to be at that point usually is uh, uh, a higher power. Well, since we can't get God on the line, we do love talking to you instead. But I, I, I do want to see what you think about your team uh, in, within the context of the rest of the NFC. I'm sure you watched that game last night. And those are two really good teams slugging it out. So we're only we're not even a month into this thing. But how do you feel like you guys stack up with the rest of the conference? Well, first of all, I was real impressed with Philadelphia because I have such a respect for the Green Bay defense uh, this season. And... Uh, so that was a big win uh, for uh, uh, Green Bay, I mean, for Philadelphia, and one that 
uh, obviously we wanted to go the other way. And, uh, uh, but uh, it, it really doesn't change uh, what we're faced with. Uh, uh, Philadelphia's got outstanding personnel. They've well coached. Uh, they've uh, uh, tasted and, and been at the top. And uh, they're formidable. And any time that we can get them to uh, get a little chink in their armor uh, as this thing goes, uh, this season goes, we want to have it happen. And, uh, and that was a big win for them, big win, just as it was a big win for New Orleans in Seattle the other day. And so these teams that uh, uh, we're talking about, New Orleans this weekend, of Philadelphia twice in the future, that'll sober you up real quick about uh, what we're faced with this year uh, as a team. So, Jerry, uh, we were reading that, uh, I think it was Adam Schefter who was saying that uh, both you and Roger Goodell were the guys at the forefront of uh, trying to convince the league that, hey, a 17-game schedule uh, is it might be the way to go. What could you tell us about if, if that's accurate, and then what could you tell us about why a 17-game proposal makes a lot of sense? Well, first of all, uh, uh, it, it is a, a, an item of negotiation, and we are involved in negotiation with the players Union, and uh, I've been going to Chicago. I think I've mentioned this to you guys before, but I've been going to Chicago beginning, gosh, it seems like it was uh, back uh, in the spring. Uh, but I've been uh, averaging uh, once or twice, uh, once uh, a week or, or uh, once every two weeks. I've been going up there for six months ne- negotiating this. And uh, uh, we uh, uh, certainly have a lot of work to do, but uh, uh, as a part of it and as a part of uh, looking at the preseason, uh, uh, we're looking at it in its whole as we would and um, I do believe that uh, one way that um, uh, makes a lot of sense today since players really are in shape year-round uh, it makes a lot of sense to have additional regular games, maybe additional playoff game. And so uh, that's what you're reading there is in context with that. I couldn't comment on it because, again, I don't have any idea where the uh, players are on this matter. I do have an idea, but I don't want to get into that. But uh, uh, it is a solution that uh, uh, I am for, and that is uh, – uh, to have the additional game, and then we'll work the detail out as as we work it out. Do you think, Jerry, there's any particular part of you know you guys negotiating with the players that would be the biggest challenge or the biggest obstacle that you guys got to come to terms on? What would be the thing that is most pressing with the new negotiations? Oh, I, I think uh, uh, safety uh, is paramount. Uh, I think that's in everybody's interest and certainly uh, uh, does the right thing for our fans to uh, have uh, availability. I've always said ability when you think of an athlete or a football player is the first thing that comes to your mind, but availability is probably as important. Well, that's another way of looking at safety. And uh, we obviously are, are working, continuing to work to keep our game more, more safe as technology allows us to do it and knowledge allows us to do it. But safety and then the economics. 
And at the uh, end of the day, uh, those are the things that uh, would go into making a decision about additional games, less preseason games, those kinds of things. Jerry, uh, the halftime show for the Super Bowl has announced J-Lo and Shakira. Which one of those two is most likely to get you out on the dance floor? Ooh, great question. Well, I'm, uh, J-Lo's a personal friend, and I'm proud to say that. And uh, A-Rod and uh, uh, J-Lo sat with us uh, out in Los Angeles when we uh, uh, played the Rams, actually sat and watched the game with us. And uh, uh, I admire uh, both of them. A Rod as well as J Lo, but uh, uh, we're talking about J Lo here, and uh, I, I, there's no person, period, uh, man or woman, that I admire any more than her. She is as hard of working as as I've been around, and she has done nothing but as she's evolved, gotten better and better and better. And as great an entertainer as she is, she's that much better as a person. And she really is the, the complete package, the real deal. Uh, uh, you know, I, I put her, uh, if, if, when I think of J-Lo, I think of, uh, uh, I think of Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z is really an outstanding, genuine person to sit down and talk to. And you feel like you've known both of them all your life, uh, feel like they could be your brother or sister. And uh, in terms of how uh, how good it feels just to have conversation with them. And we're not talking about the entertainment aspect of them now. We're talking about how they are individually. And there's no wonder they've been success. And they both work like dogs. Yeah, I, I love you bringing up Jay-Z. I, on this show, we're big fans of that man and what he's built. And so, you know, you dealt with him a little bit during the Dez negotiations, and now he's a bigger part of the NFL. How did that whole Jay-Z thing coming together with the NFL really, really happen? And what, what is it that he's doing with you guys? Well, I, I think what needs to be uh, really pointed out is that uh, he's got, uh, not only is uh, he talented, but he's connected. And uh, then he's got uh, a way of, uh, of, of, being the coach of his work ethic, and uh, he's big. Uh, he said to me, I've never been late. I've always been early, but I've never been late for an appointment in my life. And uh, that's pretty good for a guy that a lot of his, street, a lot of his appointments were on the street corner. <laughs> no doubt. And so the point is that uh, he's got that kind of discipline or he's got that kind of uh, uh, just what I would say uh, uh, business courtesy. And uh, that's impressive. And uh, those kinds of things. It's impressive that he thinks that it's an important part of success. And uh, just, just, the, just the obvious but it's the obvious, it's not the small thing, but it's the uh, uh, actual physical uh, being there, being alert, being uh, on your game, being well-dressed, being ready to go. All of those things are, are uh, the things that I had my mother and daddy tell me about and, and uh, had my coaches tell me about, not just football coaches, but life coaches. Well, come to find out, do you look at some of the people that have attained success? And those are still the big things to them. 
Well, you, you mentioned Life Coach. One of the reasons we love having you on the show, and we wish we could do an hour every time we had you, but we know you're a busy man, is is, is getting insight into just life and your, your thoughts and philosophies on things. And so I want to step away from football and ask you about taking on risk in business. When, when we're younger and we don't have kiddos and we don't have mouths to feed and mortgages, it's easier to take big risks. What would you say to our listeners out there, anybody listening who's thinking of taking on business venture risks but also has that responsibility to the family? When do you know the right is the right time to roll the dice and go for something? Well, I think that uh, if I were going to uh, expose – uh, my base, my economic base, uh, to uh, uh, a element of things that are out of your control, the economy, uh, the uh, uh, nature of your product or service that you're trying to, the volatility of it uh, in the marketplace. Uh, I would not do it unless I were putting all my time that I were committing my own sweat to it. Uh, sweat will uh, let you overcome things that aren't in your control, and you can just outwork it. Or you can stay. La- you can stay later. You can will it. And to me, if you're going to go and expose your family to anything inordinate, make sure you didn't do it with a "Well, I'm going to do this part time." You've got to be. If you will figure out a way to overcome if that's what you're getting to do when you get up and when you go to bed and think about it during the night. And so uh, I think that kind of, you can call it commitment, you can call it anything you want to go, but uh, uh, I'm a big believer that uh, uh, the fact that you've got some exposure to your family or to the people that you uh, love the most, uh, that alone will help you overcome. Uh, you will you will just not uh, get off of it until you've come up with the uh, the solution. So, uh, you know, this sounds like uh, rah rah, sounds like some kind of motivational tape, but uh, uh, it, it isn't. The ones that I've seen, I've, I think I've said this on the show, but this guy had all these restaurants, had about 400 of them, 24-hour-a-day restaurants. And he was very young. He was about 35 years old. And I was asking him, where do you find all those chefs? How in the world? I didn't know that many people could cook. <laughs> and uh, I was younger, and I was hanging on every word. And he said, well, uh, if you just think of the hundreds of, quote, chefs, cooks. And he said, well, I don't find that many that can cook. They really all can't. But he said, uh, if it's supposed to be hot, I tell them burn the mu- roof of their mouth with it. If it's supposed <laughs> to be cold, make it like it's hot ice going in their mouth. Intensity covers up a lot of the frailties of the way it tastes and the the quality of the food. Intensity, heat. And he said, by the way, that's something that goes uh, whether you're cooking or other parts of your life. Heat covers up a lot of your frailties. Wow, that's great. Jerry, so speaking of intensity, we know it's Jerry Jr.'s 50th uh, birthday this weekend, and you guys are in a party city with New Orleans. So what is the intensity of the birthday celebration for Jerry Jr. going to be like this weekend? Well, first of all, I can't tell you how proud I am that uh, when somebody refers to him or he opens his mouth, he says, I'm Jerry Jones. Uh, (laughs) I've been asked, why was your second son your junior as opposed to your first? My daddy 
used to, uh, uh, I asked him why I wasn't a junior, and he said because um, uh, all of the guys that had the named after their dad, they ended up with the nickname Junior, and I just didn't want you to be called Junior. Well, as it turns out, my father, who was not but 5'6", but strong, really strong, and very, very, uh, uh, if, if you will, driven. And uh, he was so well uh, thought of in his, uh, uh, the way he approached life and, and the way he, it was a business, uh, that even after I was a Razorback in Arkansas and after I'd quit playing and I had, uh, was recognized that way, if it were any in an area that knew my dad, I was known as Little Pat, not Jerry Jones, Little Pat. And to this day, if I run into somebody of my dad's vintage, and there are a few remaining, they call me Little Pat. Huh. So uh, uh, that's how how strong it was, and I was proud of it too. And, that's awesome. Uh, so uh, while uh, Jerry still had to suffer this little Jerry business, uh, that that'll make you want to show them that you're not let you do something on your own. And uh, so it was an inspiration for me. But uh, I'm just, first of all, I'm proud that he's my son. Uh, he's, uh, it's, it's been rough. He, he's the one that's most like me. And so I think I've got him figured before he even turns his eyes toward me. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys know how that is. I have a dad that thinks that. I remember reading a father's prayer one time. And uh, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it basically said, don't let me be a bully uh, because I can be. And the reason is he loves me and will let me get away with it. So, God, don't let me be a bully. And so um, uh, I do would like to say on his 50th birthday, uh, I uh, hope I haven't pushed you around too much. No, that's that's (laughs) awesome. And uh, we're we're so grateful for your time and – we know that uh, your dad's looking down on you, super proud. What do you think your dad would make of all this that's going on with old Jerry Jones, oh, little Pat? Just grinning like the proverbial Cheshire cat. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, smiling from ear to ear. He loves it. Uh, some of the stuff that uh, comes my way, he can't quit uh, uh, chuckling about it, I'm sure. Uh, he he was pretty uh, aggressive and controversial. I know that uh, uh, he had uh, 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 two large uh, stores that were called supermarkets in the grocery business, and they had a blue law in central Arkansas, and so you couldn't open on Sunday under the blue law. The only way you could open on Sunday is if you owned a business and your religion had you uh, go, uh, being religious on Saturday. And then Sunday was not your religious holiday, so you could open that business. So my father joined the Seventh-day Adventist Church and uh, closed his doors on Saturday and opened them on Sunday. And um, uh, that got quite a lot of attention at the time, but uh, it looked like the Super Bowl out there at these stores on Sunday. <laughs> Of course, right in the middle of that store was a big bandstand. Now, this was the 50s. And in that, on that bandstand, he'd have amateur talent shows. And he had live radio broadcasts coming out of the middle of that store. 
and people were sitting there buying groceries and doing everything you do in a store, but right in the middle of it was a big hoedown going on and some 16-year-old singing like he was Elvis Presley. <laughs> That'd be going on while you're buying your groceries. It was great. We lived above the store, and we loved, we loved it. Well, Mr. Jones, uh, we apologize to you for holding you long. Please apologize to your staff on our behalf, but we can't get enough of visiting with you. Thank you so much for taking the time today, and uh, happy birthday to Jerry Jr. You guys, good luck to you in New Orleans. Thank you, guys. Good to be on. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.